This is Mike Kitko, and I'm a small business owner just like you. I'll never be a hustle whore or grind guru, but I do believe in having it all, health, wealth, and a life full of love. Struggle is not the goal, and sacrifice is not glamorous. I like the path of least resistance. It just takes a shift in mindset and the beliefs you hold. Do you believe that you need to sacrifice now to have what you want later? Or do you believe that you can have it all, all the time? Because your beliefs create your outcomes. I choose to feel wealthy, successful, and happy every day, and you get to choose for yourself. Welcome to Lead, Love, Profit, Play, where small business owners learn and choose to have it all and choose to create success without the stress. Today, we're going to talk about something. We're, it's like another Back to Basics episode. And this is this is a required topic every once in a while. So this is something that we should revisit. Should probably throw on here about every, I don't know, fourth or fifth episode. And just make sure I keep hammering the same concept and the same topic home. And I've spoken about it on this on this podcast and various episodes before that when I started this journey back in 2016, March, April 2016, I, I started, I read Think and Grow Rich. Um, my coach then at the time gave me Think and Grow Rich, and it was my first foray really into into mindset. My first foray into uh, personal development. I, I had read The Slight Edge, but that's really that's more habitual. Uh, it, it's it's definitely a mindset book, but Think and Grow Rich is mindset to a T. And it's a like Think and Grow Rich. If you guys haven't read it, Think and Grow Rich is a it, it really is a res- recipe for for success. It's a it's a, the success playbook. But there's a there's a handful of books. I, I I had a speaking engagement last week, and well, actually two over the last two weeks, where at the very beginning I held up a copy of uh, Think and Grow Rich, and I said, "How many of you have read this?" And a bunch of them, you know. And I said, clap for me. And a bunch of them clapped and you could hear a bunch of people read Think and Go Rich. And, and then I said, how about the science of getting rich by Wallace Waddles? And woo, they all said, that, you know, they all clapped. How about uh, As a Man Thinketh by James Allen? And woo, people clapped. How about uh, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself? And a bunch clapped and Joe Dispenza. And, and then I said also, you know, the Secrets of the Millionaire Mind by T. Harbecker. And it was a real real estate investors, you know, woo, they all clapped because T. Harbecker is a, is a real estate powerhouse. And I said, how about The Strangest Secret by Earl Nightingale? And not a lot of them clapped, but a couple of them did. Here's, here's the lesson in, in all of this. All of these books say the exact same thing. They, they all say the exact same thing. And once you understand what's really being said, they're, there's, it's, they're so all saying it differently in different words. They're using and conveying the, the principles in different words. They're, they're speaking the topics in different tongues, but they're all saying the same thing. And over the last few episodes, I've really talked about the three-step process to creating everything you want and anything you want. And, and that three-step process is, is to get really clear about what you want because the main reason people don't have what they want is because they don't, they don't know what they want. Number two is create a sense of certainty inside of yourself. And this is mindset. This is really getting, you know, letting go of all doubt, any stories that we live in a universe of chance and, and that, you know, that we can't have what we want and that, you know, we can't, uh, work towards something and and actually achieve it. That 
that maybe there's some force in the universe, call it God, call it life, call it source, call it whatever the hell you want to call it, that's keeping something that we want away from our, uh, from us and is setting things up where life is an adversary instead of an ally and creating, letting all letting go of all doubt and all these stories and, and, and creating a sense of certainty inside of ourselves. And, and lastly, is remaining committed to the process until until realization, until realization of that dream, of that vision, of that outcome, of the object of your clarity. That's a, that's a three-step process. All of these books say the exact same thing, like literally the exact same thing, just differently. Create, create clarity in your mind, create certainty, and commit. Go all in, and you can create and have anything you want. Lately, uh, and I these books that I just read, this list of books, I I, I go through them and I cycle through them. It, it, it's almost like I, uh, it's like like I study success, and I've studied a lot of really wealthy and successful people, and I've also studied a lot of like unsuccessful people, and I've seen the difference of of what happens in these people's minds, the the successful people and the unsuccessful and the unsuccessful people don't know what they want and they don't think they can have what they want and they won't commit and they straddle between the, the life that they're living and, and their future life and they won't really commit to either one and they just kind of play it safe right in the middle. And lately I've been reading um, The Strangest Secret by Earl Nightingale. Now on video, I'm holding this up. So if anybody is interested, I also post these things on my YouTube channel in video format. So and they don't track exactly with the episodes on a weekly basis, but eventually this video will be coming out on on, on uh, this episode will be coming out on video on my YouTube channel. So if you ever want to go actually go and see my face, go to my YouTube channel, Mike Kitko, and subscribe and follow along. There's shorts every day that get posted from content, and there's also long form of podcasts, uh, the video format. From my my home studio. So listen, I'm going to read something to you. And I'm going to read a page from the book, The Strangest Secret by Earl Nightingale. Now, this book was written, I don't know, 1940, 50, 60. It was a long time ago. So this stuff is not new. And in, in fact, if you really go back to, I think, uh, As a Man Thinketh was 1903 by James Allen. This stuff is not new. We're we're literally rediscovering things. This mindset stuff that we're working on right now, it really is a just a refresh of what's been passed down for thousands of years. That that there are certain there are certain ways of creating in this world, and there's a science of creation, not an art of creation. But I'm going to read a page, and I'm going to read it slowly. So the, the, the page in this book, um, in this version, it's page 33. It says, let's know what Marcus Aurelius, the great Roman emperor, said. A man's life is what his thoughts make of it. So we'll stop after, after each statement. Basically, a man's life is what his thoughts make of it. Now, the first time I ever heard that your thoughts determine your outcomes, I thought that was a bunch of mystical, like just garbage. And I thought life was happening and what was happening inside of our body had no influence on 
outcomes and on life itself. That is a way of being a victim in, in life. I was, I was through that. I was literally claiming victim, saying that there's nothing that's happening in my body that has an impact in the world. And what I've realized since then is all of these books say the same thing. These success manuals that are that have sold millions and millions of copies and have created, you know, so many commas and so many zeros in bank accounts and have created so many businesses. These books all say the same thing, and it all tracks along with a man's life is what his thoughts make of it. Disraeli said, everything comes if a man will only wait. I've brought myself by long meditation to the conviction that a human being with a subtle purpose must, must accomplish this and that nothing can resist a will that will stake even existence for its fulfillment. I'm going to read that again. Everything comes if a man will only wait. I've brought myself by long meditation to the conviction that a human being with a subtle purpose must accomplish this and that nothing can resist a will that will stake even existence for its fulfillment. So in essence, what that statement is saying is that no, nothing can overcome a will that is determined and, and I'll use my word, committed to an outcome. Conviction, conviction, committed. Everything comes if a man will only wait. When we talk about commitment, the, the enemy of commitment is impatience. I've done an episode in the past where I talk about impatience and urgency not being the same thing. Impatience is fear-based. Impatience is based on insecurity, fear of loss, lack of trust. Im impatience is fear-based where urgency is, is courage-based. It's the willingness and the ability to pounce on opportunity when it shows up. And these two are not the same thing. I hope you can see the subtle, subtle difference between impatience and urgency. Because once you, again, once you see it, you can't unsee it. And the Israeli said, everything comes if a man will only wait. Now, when you put these two together, a man's life is what his thoughts make of it. And everything comes if a man will only wait. When you hold something in mind long enough and you're committed to that thing, it will come to pass. This is what this is saying. And this is what I've recognized in my life is true, is sometimes the only reason you, you don't have what you want is because you don't know what you want, you don't believe you can have it, and that you give up way before it even has a chance to show up. Because there is a delay, a time delay in this, in this world, in this space-time continuum, where when, when something is created, and if you've listened to episodes uh, uh, recently, when you get clear about what you want, you get certain it already is a creation. Now it's just a process of realizing that creation. 
A man's life is what his thoughts make of it, and everything comes if a man will only wait. Hold something in mind long enough, and it will be realized in this world. Ralph Waldo Emerson said this, a man is what he thinks about all day long. Are you getting the gist of this? Are you really, is this really connecting? Your thoughts are way more powerful than, than you give them credit for. And if you can, if you think about things that you don't want all day long, you are creating them. You are causing those situations. Have you ever experienced someone who just invites drama after drama after drama after drama into their life? And the reason being is because they're thinking about what they don't want. They're thinking about the drama that they don't want, and they're inviting it into their life. I'll repeat that. Ralph Waldo Emerson said this, a man is what he thinks about all day long. That's a powerful statement. What are you thinking about all day long? Are you thinking about what you want? Or are you thinking about what you don't want? Do you change what you, what you want or are you locked in? Because there was also a time where I would change up over and over what I actually wanted. And I didn't give anything a chance to actually like be realized in this world. Now that I've narrowed in and focused in on one single thing that I want to see realized in this world, things are moving in a very, very powerful, powerful dimension. William James said, the greatest discovery of my generation is that human beings can alter their lives by altering their attitudes of mind. He also said, we need only in cold blood act as if the thing in question were real and it will become infallible, infallibly, infallibly, whoo, that was a mouthful, infallibly real by growing into such a connection with our life that it will become real. It'll become so knit with habit and emotion that our interest in, in it will be those which characterize belief. I'm going to read that again. And I'll try to say infallibly correct. William James said, the greatest discovery of my generation is that human beings can alter their lives by altering their attitudes of mind. He also said, we need only in cold blood act as if, as if the thing in question were real, and it will become infallibly real by growing into such a connection with our life that it will become real. It'll become so knit with habit and emotion that our interest in it will be those which characterize belief. Going back to Ralph Waldo Emerson, a man is what he thinks about all day long. You're, if you think about what, get really clear about what you want, think about what you want, let go of all doubt that you can have it and remain committed to it and hold it in mind for a long period of time a period that you are not, it's none of your business how fast something comes to realization. But if you hold it in mind until it is realized, however long it takes, sometimes it'll be short, sometimes it'll be long. But if you hold it in mind for a prolonged period of time, it will come to be realized. William James also said, if you only care, if you only care enough for a result, you will almost certainly attain it. If you wish to be rich, you will be rich. 
If you wish to be learned, you you will be learned. If you wish to be good, you will be good. Only you must then really wish these things and wish them exclusively and not wish at the same time 100 other incomparable things just as strongly. Hold something in mind. Get really clear about what you want. Hold it in mind for however long it takes. Let go of any doubts that pop up that that convince you or have convinced you that you can't have it. Hold it in mind with conviction and commitment, and it will come to pass. A man becomes what he thinks about. What you think about is a creation. Whatever you get clear about and believe you can have is already yours. Then the actions you take and anything that you do in this world is just a process of realizing what's already created. It's not the process of creation. There's a subtle energy difference when you talk about and think about when the creation point is. The creation point is when you're you're clear and you're certain. It is done. That's the creation point. The commitment realizes the creation. Commitment doesn't create the creation. Commitment unfolds the creation. Commitment doesn't create the creation. When you get clear and certain, it is done. Certain Certainty means that inside of you, you are locked in, and it's almost as if it's already true inside of you. And then the commitment, the action, the receiving is literally just a product and a process of realizing what's already committed or what's already created. Listen, your thoughts are way more powerful than you give credit for. Your thoughts are creative. They are are constantly reshaping and shaping the world. And if you don't believe this, then and you, you think that life just happens to you, you are playing victim and you you are like 100% absolutely responsible for your outcomes but you're claiming victim so you're giving up your birthright of creating powerful circumstances that align with who you are and what you actually want and you're turning over control of what's rightfully yours to a force that doesn't exist chance In in The Strangest Secret, Earl Nightingale also talks about how, how sometimes people feel safer as a victim than they do as the conscious creator of their life. There's safety in being a victim, but you're likely not going to live a very high quality life and you're just you're just going to walk on eggshells waiting for the next bad thing to happen to you and that is not a high quality way to live you are a conscious creator whether you know it or not you're just you're just either a, a conscious conscious creator or an unconscious conscious creator but your thoughts are creating your outcomes 
Your thoughts are creating your circumstances. There is a three-part process to creating anything you want. And I'm going to keep beating this until everybody on this podcast, everybody on this channel, everybody in the stratosphere hears it and remembers it. Get really clear about what you want. Get certain that you can have anything you want and remain committed. Hold that thing in mind until it comes to pass and it will come to pass. If you don't believe this to be true, let go of that uncertainty, let go of that doubt, and you'll see how true it's been your entire life. Guys, Crack the Strangest Secret by Earl Nightingale. It's a a great book. It's It's one of the top, my top 10 books for the creative process, and it'll help you create anything you want in this life. If you enjoyed what you heard and you want to learn more, go to www.innerwealthglobal.com for more tools and resources.